Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Phenomena. Um, It's been a very trying couple of months for me, but I will continue um, describing the events that have happened in my life. If you're interested in obtaining a book that I wrote called The Soul Messenger, it details... um, most of the major visions I've had since I was 28 to 40 and uh, it describes and explains the treasures in heaven the I've seen five levels of the heavenly realms and I've also uh, have put down ten interviews I've had with various different specific angels so and then in the back there is uh, a glossary of terms um, that the divine realms uses and has taken me some time to translate that so if you're interested drop me a line at uh, Facebook Martha Morris I mean Martha Prue P-R-O-U-L-X and let me know if you're interested so I want to tell you a story about spiritual phenomenon it doesn't always refer to the visitations and messages from the heavenly realms but paranormal is just another way of spiritual phenomena that is earthbound there are many other explanations for it but this is the one that I use earthbound spirits souls that have not found their way to the light and even to this day there are millions and zillions of souls from the beginning of time that are still stuck here on the earth plane so that's why I always say pray to your higher power to your creator to the one who has created this universe and everything in it to lighten these souls and send them to the light I remember reciting the exorcism prayer uh, in one of my podcasts so Please uh, use it. This is a story that came across over a span of years um, before I even knew I had gifts of second sight hearing, uh, communicating, and so on. Um, When my gifts first started to wake up, I was nine years old. And I was living in a town called Orleans. And I had a very vivid imagination. And there is a reason for that. It was had to do about the traumatic birth that I had. Affected brain centers that um, woke up my psyche, I guess. Anyways, when I was nine, I went to bed 
And at the moment that I was trying to sleep, I heard knocking on the floor as if someone with shoes were walking into my room and, and stepped up on the other twin bed where my sister usually sleeps. And I opened my eyes really quickly and I saw a seaman, a captain, sea captain, and there was this wavy fog around him and he said, help me. Well, for a nine-year-old, that would scare the living dickens out of me. And he just stood there and then he disappeared. And the room got very cold and I thought, Am I awake or I'm sleeping? I'm scared to death. And I got up out of bed and I ran down the hallway uh, to the basement. And I talked to my father who didn't believe in any such things. And I just said, I had a nightmare. I had a nightmare. And so my mother had said, I can sleep with the light on. So... Oh, this uh, helps me to be able to sleep. Even today I have a nightlight in my room. For the darkness likes the darkness. And uh, the light pushes away the darkness, even spiritual darkness. So, this situation happened one more time. The knocking on the floor as if hardwood shoes went clickety-clack across the wood floor and on the other bed. And again, this man, a ghost, you know, a, a white uh, sailor uniform, which was quite old, white beard, white hair, white cap, I think it was, and this fog, and the room got cold again, and he said, help me and I looked and again I ran out of the room and I told my mother about the same nightmare and so next thing I did was put a radio by my bed a little transistor radio and had it on low and the bathroom light was on so it could shine into the bedroom well, of course, any nine-year-old would be afraid of the same uh, spirit coming into the bedroom, right? <laughs> so the years went by, and many visions and apparitions, good and bad, occurred. And I, I had gained a lot of knowledge on how to handle this stuff. And then there was a movie the first movie I watched was The Poseidon Adventure, which everybody knows. The first one and the second one. And then there came a documentary about the Titanic. And I watched it very eagerly so I could find out who this spirit was that still lingered in my mind. And Lo and behold, in the documentaries that I saw at the theater, it was the captain. And I thought, okay, I gotta go see the movie. 
So I went to see the movie, the Titanic, and uh, I saw more documentaries on the captain and what happened and the scientific perspectives of everything. And lo and behold, there was an actor in the movie that looked just like the captain. And I thought, what is going on? What, what does the divine want me to do? And at that time, I was in a spiritual group where everybody was, there was only five of us in a secret location and we were practicing our spiritual gifts. And mine was apparently to see spirits and souls and angels and dark forces and many other things. And so we called in this captain and uh, the place where the boat sank in the ocean. All I saw was ocean with my second sight. And I saw many souls hovering above the water still today. Well, I was 35 at the time. And so with the help of my mentor at the time who was very well knowledgeable about gifts and how to train people, uh, there was a prayer that we said, and that was uh, to send the souls to the light and ask the angels to come down and surround them and remove all dark forces from that place and that time. And once they went up to the light, it was confirmed by another person. Uh, we don't want to leave a vacuum there above the water, so we asked the Holy Spirit to bless the water and to bless the Titanic. And the souls, I saw them rise up into the sky and disappear. But interesting enough, again, many years later, I was in my 40s, and I met a man, and we continued studying and practicing uh, sending souls to the light and dealing with dark forces. And he came across a friend in a very small town who was just obsessed with the Titanic. And he wanted me to um, do some spiritual discernment to find out if any spirit from the Titanic was living through this man as there is that possibility many times over of spirits who fall asleep and people with their diseases and uh, it just exacerbates what it is that the person already has and these are called sleeping souls so I said, okay, on the permission of the man in this little town, I said my protection prayer and I asked the angels to find out if there was anyone uh, from the year of the Titanic who needs help and that they can't live through another person for the rest of that person's life. He has a life of his own. And so interesting enough the captain who is now in spirit 
showed up and was living his life through this man. So I had a conversation with the words of Mary and Jesus and the Holy Spirit that he can't do that. The Spirit can't do that. And he is stuck uh, with the idea that he still has to save people from his ship. But why was he in a person's body? I have no idea. But I sent him on with the help of the angels, St. Michael the Archangel, Mary, Jesus, Holy Spirit. And um, he had a really hard time identifying the fact that he was in the year 2020. So I continued to pray and ask Mary and Jesus, the Holy Spirit, God the Being, the Creator, to to educate him on his way to heaven and I saw a big pink white light and as we know God's symbol for him is fuchsia pink and I saw this pink come down and the angel finally surrounded the sea captain and he went up into the light the man didn't feel any different but the next day, he put his house up for sale because it looked a lot like the Titanic. Old fixtures, pictures of the Titanic, uh, old bedrooms, the way it was on the Titanic. It was amazing how spirits who've passed on, who still have guilt, and yet live through another person, and that person doesn't really know that it's a spirit doing these things so now the story has ended on the spiritual front and everyone from the Titanic has gone to the lake light <laughs> and I'm happy that this has a good ending so the movie the Titanic and the documentaries really opened up my eyes to past life, present life, and future life for souls that we need to continue praying for them because they're, they're stuck in people, places, things, situations, time loops, and uh, I'm most interested in helping the sick um, as they may be harboring or unnoticed that uh, trapped souls, earthbound souls may be living in them. So this is why we need to say the protection prayer every day. And so I'll end it with this. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I ask to be a clear and perfect channel for the light of the Creator, God the Being, Mary, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. I ask St. Michael the Archangel to defend all dark forces, known and unknown and in disguise, and cast them back to whence they came, leaving the souls they captured so that they can go to heaven, these souls, and that all empty spaces be filled with the power and ownership of the Holy Spirit, Jesus and the Creator. 
I thank all who participated in this discussion and I give all glory to the highest power which is the divine. Thank you very much and have a blessed evening and I'll have another story for you next time I'm here. Bye-bye.